Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles. I am Rod Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, sitting here at my desk on All Saints Day. Yes. Anyways... No Ann tonight, she's off uh, doing something, I'm sure. But I do have a very, very special guest. Uh, somebody I just dug up this afternoon, believe it or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's got no life, evidently. She agreed to be From a show. long time ago. <laughs> she is uh, someone I like to call a friend, but who knows? <laughs> um, oh, don't be silly. She is somebody who I, I really enjoy. It's uh, Renee Walsh. Hey, Renee. Hey, Ron. How are you? I'm just terrific. Uh, Halloween's over, so I can breathe. Yep, just barely. <clears throat> just barely. <laughs> well, at my age, that's an advantage, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a crazy one this year. Mm-hmm. I went out and bought candy Monday afternoon because I can't have it in the house. Mm-hmm. And the town went and canceled... Well, they rescheduled Halloween, so now I'm stuck with candy for three more days until Friday. Why can't you have candy in the house? Because I'll eat it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was the whole purpose of it. (laughs) Nope, no kids. They canceled it. They rescheduled it all till Friday, so now I've got all this candy. Not to mention I could have got it on sale now. That's true. I never thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for those who don't know, uh, we are up in the northeast, and of course we got hit by that crazy uh, storm and uh, pretty pretty strong winds, and uh, a lot of places were out power, believe it or not, in the northeast uh, for a little while. It was pretty crazy. It it was, really. I mean, uh, all I can think of, I mean, it hit us about, Three o'clock in the morning, the real high winds, and I was mm-hmm. laying in bed, and I heard it come roaring by, and I could hear stuff blowing all over the place. Right. But all I could think about was the poor people, like in uh, uh, Puerto Rico and St. Thomas and everything else, where they're do- doing that same thing I was, but hearing pieces of their house being torn off. I, oh, I just yeah. imagine that, you know. Right, right. Well, not to mention, you know, a lot of people, did you lose power? <laughs> Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't lose power, but all around me did. You know, my, there's like two houses on my end of the street that kept power. But I walked, I walked with my neighbor with the dog and, um, everybody on the street from the top of the elevator hill. So I did like two houses up were all fine, but at the top of the hill all around, everybody was without power. Yeah, that's that's tough. I, I, I actually. But they have it today, and Puerto Rico does not. Yes, that's true. But I live in a kind of a unique situation. I, I swear we have our own weather because um, right uh, on the river, uh, you know, the Merrimack River, and down deep in the valley, and, and surrounded very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's kind of unique 
thing, but uh, the winds were strong. It blew a lot of stuff down and blew branches and no trees close to us, so which was good. But anyway. Yeah. So it was. I walked a dog and it was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that was down. You're right. So anyways, um, for those who don't know, and, and Renee's been a guest on the show before, and uh, she is, uh, she does you know, a lot of people do like tarot cards or fairy cards or some other cards, but uh, you do destiny cards, which I always found kind of unique. I, in fact, I had never heard of them before until I met you. Mm. I had never heard of them before until Jerry had told me about them. <laughs> so, But it was just, it was something that I had been playing around in this metaphysical world for a long time. That's how I met you. Um that's sad. <laughs> so I, I have just been kind of searching for something, I think, or just wondering what it was I was supposed to do. And somebody just happened to mention this, and something just clicked. And I went. There were two books I went and bought, and um, I learned the method by Robert Lee Camp, and he calls it destiny cards. He's got a book called Cards of Your Destiny and another called Love Cards. And that's what brought me in. And it was um, more, somebody says you remembered it. And that's what it felt more like. Mm-hmm. That this was something I knew before. And oh. it was all coming back to me. Oh, so it's really, yeah. It is. It, it's fascinating. It grabbed me right from the start. So as soon as I bought the books, I don't think I had them a month. I had already gone through them and I called Robert, the guy who wrote them, and um, I said, I need more. What do I have to do? So he had um, what he called a fellowship. So I went through a mentorship program. I studied with someone, and you go through all these tests. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You have to go jump through the hoops and do all the little things. But, um, you know, it's good. It makes sure you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So... I went through all of that, and then I was initiated into what they call the Order of the Magi. Really? Yes. Oh, that yes. sounds so cool. Do you get, like, a oh, little badge and significant order ring? Pretty much, pretty much. It's, it's actually very sacred. It was really cool. You do get a little badge and certificate and that sort of thing. But the thing is, the ceremony itself, it's very sacred, and it's very much um, it's meditation and, you know, a lot of different things that you go through, but it's special. So, how, so anyways, how you, I joined. Well, before you do that, I, how do you go from destiny cards, which basically are, you know, like like tarot, similar to tarot cards, but a little mm-hmm. different, and into some sacred thing? I, mean, I, I I don't see the the connection. Well, it's kind of it's kind of um, there's different sections. The Order of the Magi is a pretty big organization. There's an okay. astrology. Magi astrology and oh. all of that, but it's just—it's basically a lot of us. I mean, we when you do this work, it's just mm-hmm. basically saying that you are honoring this work as as being a help to us mm-hmm. in our life here to help us move forward. You know, it, it's just honoring the work and and trying to empower yourself. Mm-hmm. That's really what I I call this the owner's manual in my language. Mm-hmm. And for me, it just kind of helps explain why you came here, some of the things that you promised to work on, some of the things you're you're not so good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it all here to kind of help you overcome it. That's because you chose to work with it. 
So it just kind of helps you. It's not going to give you all the answers because you have to use your own instincts. Mm -hmm. You have to have free will. Nobody should ever tell you what to do. Amen, but it can sister. give you. <laughs> but it can give you some real good indications of some of the traps that you fall into, some of the habits that you have, you know, some of the the gifts that you have that help you get through that. That's really the best part. It, it, it isn't. I mean, it's nice to have that, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the cards, but I think uh, before I do that, I just wanted to mention, I, I've really become a different person than I was when I was younger now, and I realized that it's really important, because we're all in this together, and, it, mm -hmm. and when you do simple things, but kind things to people, it makes a big difference. Yep. It really does. And I, and so absolutely. many people forget that and they spew hate and they, you know, even if you, you've got people that are a different uh, philosophies for you, you don't have to hate yep. them. Just, you right. know, it, it just, it, it just it's, a, it's a sad, sad world we live in. And we need more people to go out there and, and take that, that realm of, you know, acts of kindness. It's such a silly thing to say, but it does. No, it no, to be nice, thing. just to yes. be kind and to be nice to people. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one of the beauties of the system for me. I mean, I did a lot of, you know, in this world, we know a lot of the same people, and a lot of it's go to psychic development class and mediumship, and, mm -hmm. and I love all that, don't get me wrong. I think it's a lot of fun, but that made me a little nervous in the beginning. And this system, to me, was based kind of like in research. It's not randomly taking pulling cards out of a deck, so it's more of sacred geometry. So there's more of a precise pattern to it. So it made me feel more secure. And how but, long did it take but, you to understand how to do this? Um, well, like, it happened to me at a very opportune time. Mm -hmm. I had just been um, laid off, so I was collecting unemployment. Yeah, that's nice. It was pretty handy. <laughs> so I put some time into it, but again, I had a strong desire. So yes, I tend to be a real, I love to learn. Mm -hmm. So I did put some time into it. You know, I loved it. It just, it, I took to it like crazy. So, but you know, I, I probably want to say I did at least 10 to 15 hours a week. I studied for at least a year. And, you know, since then, I can't even tell you the hours. Oh, yeah. You know, could you just do it? But that, like what you were saying earlier about being nice to everybody, that's what this has given me. I have an ability now to step back and look at people. I ask everybody their birthday. You know that. Mm -hmm. And it gives me that chance to look at them and know a little bit more about how immediately I know pretty much how they're wired. And, you know, they're not doing that thing over there just to, make you angry it's just maybe they i know that they tend to be somebody who worries about their finances so they might be having a real issue with that or you know somebody's really nasty over in the corner what are they afraid of something underneath them is making them fearful so, so it's not really an anger how does the, these really work i mean it's for our listeners you know who are not familiar with them uh is it like a person who goes to a medium or a tarot reader, or, or is it different? I, I'm not sure. And, and how do the cards work in helping them in whatever course they're doing? Okay. Um, it's not like mediumship in that I don't connect with your 
departed loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not mediumship. There is psychic intuitive to it. You know, I mean, I don't want to say I resisted it, but I probably did. But I know there's a lot of times now I know the system so well that things just come out. So there is a lot of intuitive and psychic um, work with this as well. But it's basically, it's done by your birthday. The day you were born mm-hmm. gives me um, two different cards, typically. A birth card, what that describes who you are deep inside, and then a ruling card, which is the mask that you wear. It's kind of like the role that you play. Yeah. And more people will see that, but I know what's going on underneath. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain cards, for example, that have a very sensitive heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they have uh, a king as their ruling card, then they can play the big tough guy. But I know underneath they're a big mush ball, and I really get to be <laughs> careful with them. <laughs> so, you know, it gives me a lot of that insight. It's mm-hmm. pretty amazing when you can start to deal with um, a lot of people. I worked with a bunch of counselors at one time, you know, all different types, social worker and guidance counselor and that sort of thing. And when you know someone's birthday, mm-hmm. you can even give you such a big clue to their personality. Oh, really? You could dig right into how they're wired and why they do this work this way and how they act that way. And you know, so some are trickier than others. What's the difference between like that and astrology who works off birthdays as well? Well, astrology, you need a lot more precision. You know, I mean, astrology for true accurate chart, you need to know um, your birth date and you also need to know the time and place of birth. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't really need to know this. You just need to know your birthday. You know, in fact, in a lot of cases, I don't even care what year you were born. You know, unless I'm doing a full out reading where you want to know what's coming up. But I do a lot of um, events where you just, the psychic message circles I do, um, they just, I just get eight people, eight, ten people in front of me for about half an hour, and I just go through it. You know, their traits and some of their challenges and things like that. I don't go through what's going to ha- come up this year. If you want to know what's coming up for the year or something, we'll get more precise. But I can just tell you a lot just knowing the month and day. You know, and it's it's good for relationships, too. It explains to you how you relate to each other. I can explain a lot of how this relationship, why it's lasted this many years versus this one is going to have challenges. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just kind of a cool system. And again, it's not, we're all here to work on our own stuff and we all, I believe, truly have our own inner guidance. So we can all work with it ourselves. It's just is another handy tool to help us try and figure it out because that's what we're all trying to do is figure it out. Oh, for sure. That's for sure. Do, doing the best we can, trying to keep on moving forward. So do you have any cards with you? Um, I have the spreads in front of me. You so, don't use any cards for this. So give me a birthday. Is that what you So Yeah, well, I, saw, I see John in the chat room. He's a regular listener. So if he gave us a birthday, could we tell, what would we be able to tell uh, him? Well, he gave me his birthday. If he gave me the full year, I'll put him in the uh, thing, and I'll be able to tell him a little bit about what's coming up for the year. All right. I'm what's going his name, to... John? Yeah. What is your... Just give me the month. 
the mundane year. Okay, let's see if we can do that. I, I just put a message in the chat to him now. So the month, just do? just the month of the year. You don't need the day. Yeah, I want the day. I want it all. He wants to see what's coming up this year. I want it all. All right, so it's September twenty eighth, and I'm getting the year right now. September twenty eighth, nineteen eighty four. So this this is just a given example of how this works. Okay, so John is a nine of hearts, five of diamonds. Mm -hmm. um, he's actually pretty psychic himself. Oh, um, wow. The nine of hearts is his birth card. Um, he also is very connected to a seven of diamonds, um, which is Dorothy, by the way. Dorothy yeah. Morgan. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the nine of fun. hearts, yep. The Nine of Hearts are really um, lovely people. They're, um, they're here to be counselors, to help other people. Um, they're also here to go through some loss. The Nine of Hearts about endings, and it's heart-related, of course. Mm -hmm. So on some level, John's here to have um, some relationships leave. Uh, it doesn't mean he can't have a relationship. That's perfectly fine, but he has to go through some losses. And um, he always needs to have one eye on helping others and you know like you ha can have a relationship but sometimes when we have a relationship we get all caught up in that John needs to pay attention to the other piece of his life where he's giving to others that's an important piece of it he needs oh. that balance okay. now on the outside he's a five of diamonds that's how he presents to the world mm -hmm. so that's really that's the really psychic card um, these people are just able, it's a freedom card, five of diamonds, they're able to reevaluate and let things go. You know, this is no longer a value to me, I can let it go. Okay. They also really, again, want to, five of diamonds usually want to do something good for the world too. I don't mean it in an egotistical way, but they like giving back to others. They, they have a, have a good heart. Yeah. So, so he's a good guy. Oh, he's a good guy. Well, he's listened to the show. He's a long-time listener, and uh, so he's a he's good a guy. Good guy right that. there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I don't so, know how much more he wants to put on the radio. That's <laughs> that's good. That's good. It just gives a, a people. Uh, so, would someone, if looking for a particular answer, go to you, or would they just more want a more? Uh, uh, scope, a larger scope answer? Um, I get people for a lot of different reasons. Um, a lot of times people will come because they want to understand how to, relationships are a big one. Mm -hmm. I help people understand how each of them are wired. You know, because oh. you only, you're always seeing from your perspective. Mm -hmm. It's not reality, it's only your perspective. That's true. So, you know, you, you're, when you're looking at something at this way and your partner's looking at something completely different, when you say something to your partner, they're hearing something completely different. Oh, for sure, for sure. You might be talking about my wife and myself right now. Yeah, well, all of us, you know. <laughs> so right off the bat, this is wonderful for relationships because I help you understand how you talk mm -hmm. versus how someone else talks. You know, like I believe, if I, I know you're a jack of hearts, I can't remember your other card. I believe it's a king of hearts, though. 
So you're very heart-centered. If you don't talk to you on an emotional level, you're not interested. If you yeah. were talking to a double diamond person, for example, they're the one that are going to have all the finances. They're going to be talking about the value and the work. If they don't get you on an emotional level, they're not. They're going to lose you. Yeah. So everybody is wired a little bit differently, and this lets me help them understand how they how connect to each other. Mm-hmm. Some connections to each other are better than others. If you have a lot of Venus connections or Jupiter connections, those are nice. So if you would, have they, a lo- would, you, would you get couples that would come in together and, and yep. ask questions? You would? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh. I get couples that come in. Um, a lot of them will come in. A lot of times, of course, the men think I'm not. If they think it's kind of silly in the beginning until you can hit them with a couple of things. And, mm-hmm. and then they're right there with you. So that's really, I think, what amazes the most people is when, they, when you sit down with them and you can start rattling off things from their childhood and things that have happened to their life and habits they have. Because this can really describe a lot of the way you work, the way you're wired. So it helps describe how you are. It does do a good Thing of your life, your whole life path, I can explain a lot of stuff that in the big picture that have happened to you. Mm-hmm. I can deal with what's going on in the yearly. A lot of people will come to me and just want to know, am I getting a new job? Am I going to move this year? Um, and you didn't get something find... that, that specific? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, that's in the year, that's more in the yearly spread. Yeah. You know, am I going to have a baby? You know, that sort of stuff. That's in the yearly spread. So how, you can how, find is that, that. how is the, I mean, it starts from your birthday, so you're, you're giving uh, uh, certain cards, like, all right, so just say, uh, well, well, mine, it's like uh, 312.49, right? So oh, hold on, let me, put, let me put you in, because you all talk about on air. What's that? I said I'll talk about you on the air. Yeah, I don't who won't? do anything to John. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, what I'm trying to find out is, is okay, well, I, that's Tell me, fine. tell me your birthday. Tell me your birthday again. Oh, March 12, 49. Okay. So if, I was how does right. that, that gives, that gives you, what, three cards? You, no, you have two cards. You have a birth card. You're Like you, for example, um, are a Jack of Diamonds, Queen of Hearts. Mm-hmm. So, Jack of Diamonds is the card of the salesperson. So, this is what gives you the gift of gab. Um, it, the, it, it's true, though. My brother is a Jack of Diamonds, too, and you have a very um, good way about you. You just can talk to people. You can read them pretty well. You know, I don't mean it in a cheesy car sales way, but you have a good way of looking at people and, and knowing how to bring them around. Yeah. But, you know? About, and then you're... Okay. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was I wasn't trying to get into do a reading, but I was trying to. Uh, no, no, but I, I can explain more freely when I talk about you than I can oh, okay, with John. Okay, okay, all right. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, all right. And your ruling card is the Queen of Hearts. Mm-hmm. That's kind of again that you, you're all into this. Look at what you do. I mean, the the work you do with the, the paranormal. It's all you're really trying to help other people. The queens are all about being of service to others. So, and that's exactly what you portray. You're you're there. You keep everybody. It's a heart based thing. So you're kind of like the center of that your group, the New England Ghost 
project. You keep everybody together. You're kind of like the mom. Yeah, thanks. Well, I mean, but it is. You joke around and get everybody together, and you pull everything. You know, you make most of the, a lot of the arrangements, so you're the one that kind of gathers everybody. Okay, so those that gives you the, the, the who kind of who I am. But now yep. how do from those two cards, how do you get like, okay, you're going to get a new job this year or, or uh, you know, you're going to get a new house or a new baby's coming. How, how does that work? How do you get from those two cards well, to from, a much bigger reading? Well, from those, I get different spreads. Oh. So from that, I go through the spreads and um, I look at them. Oh, okay. So, so there are other cards involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, the birth card, you, you can do all different types of readings. If you just mm -hmm. did, went in deep with the birth card reading, you could give you a lot, because there's a lot more I can tell you about this. Mm -hmm. There's underlying karma cards that go with each card. Oh. You know, there's, some, there's, there's something that you brought from a previous life that you had not mastered, and you decided to bring it into this life to yeah, work yeah. on. Yeah, like, like You know, so there's stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of underlying things, so you could do a lot of whole sessions just on who you are and some of the things you have to work on. Right. But, you know, then you can go into the yearly and see what's so, going on. So by, is there, you talk about spread, so is there a certain, like, okay, so I, I come to see you and I'm saying, okay, can you tell me what's coming ahead for me? Now, that's kind of a blanket statement. Uh, do you do a, a lot of cards for that or, or is it, I mean, is there no. a certain amount that you do? or? or? No, I mean, I've done enough readings now, too. Usually somebody has someone, something specific. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, do, I always, almost always, depending on what the age is, there's certain significant ages and periods that you go through. So, you know, unless they're hitting one of those, you can usually, that's what I mean. Sometimes the psychic intuitive piece comes out. I usually do a yearly spread. Okay, so anyways, before we get into this anymore, we have to take a break because uh, I hear the tunes coming on. Uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles right here on Tojanet and Pararex. My special guest tonight is Renee Walsh and the Destiny Cards, and we'll be right back after the following messages. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps hosted, one is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2, but don't forget I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. 
Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more. Located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. All in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. That is the theme to Van Helsing, and I am Van Helsing, so there you go. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles right here on Tojanet and Pararex. I am Ron Kolick, and my special guest, Renee Walsh. So, Renee, if somebody wanted to get in, in touch with you, how could they? Well, they could go to my website, um, www.learndestinycards.com. Um, they can reach me at Circles of Wisdom. I do readings out of Circles of Wisdom. I teach out of there. Um, they could send me an email, walsh.renee, W-A-L-S-H dot Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at gmail.com. Or go. Facebook. You could always find people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You ever do that Instagram on the Oh, Instagram. I am so bad at this stuff. Yeah, my too. daughter said if I ha- if I have to do Instagram, I have to up my quality of the photos I take, and I don't really see that happening, Ron. Yeah, me neither. I'm not too good at it. It's so much of this. <laughs> I don't think of it. So much of this tech stuff, it drives me nuts. People always yeah. send me the invitation, join me on Instagram. It's like, uh, I'm trying to deal with uh, Facebook, and the only reason I'm on right. Twitter is that I bounce everything off my Facebook account and Twitter. Well, so. that's what everybody tells me. I haven't even done the Twitter thing yet. It's like <laughs> I'm, I can't barely keep up with what I've got to do right now. So Just get on Twitter, and, and you can bounce everything off your Facebook account. It will go automatically to Twitter. So, uh, okay. Yeah, it works real simple. It has to be how to do it again. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where I call my daughter in. There you go. <laughs> Make this work. <laughs> okay, so we, we, just before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, you know you 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 get your birthday, so you have a certain number of cards, and then uh, after that, it goes according to a particular spread of cards for uh, specific mm-hmm. answers to. Yeah, it, it really it's pretty cool. I have a little booklet. You know, there's a spread of cards, the 52 cards that we know. You know, you have to remember these. These cards themselves, the card, deck of cards that we know, mm-hmm. I call them a book of sacred symbols. Really? Because we, these cards, we can prove, go back in history hundreds of years. That's true. We've seen these same symbols. So you get the funky fad decks, mm-hmm. but these symbols have held true for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not for poker. So the group that I belong to, the Order of the Magi that it was initiated into, we believe it was kind of hidden in plain sight. It's a tool to help us understand 
what we came here to do, some of the things we came to work on, and we had to hide it because you can't, nobody who wants us empowered. Yeah, totally. So. <laughs> so anyways, you, you, but the cons themselves, if you think about it, there's um, four suits, there's four seasons. Mm-hmm. There's 52 cards in a deck, so there's 52 weeks in a year. There's 364 um, cards in the deck, and there's 365, but we have the Joker, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of it relates to the life we live here with the seasons and all of that. Each suit has 13 cards in it. There's 13 weeks in each season. Yeah, I, so, and on and on you go. I, I, so. I, I, you know, I'm ADHD and whatever, but uh, you're doing that. Do you ever remember a song that that used to do the deck of cards? It's an old, old song. There were 52 cards in the deck. I mean, do you, do you remember that song at all? I, I, no, no. Now you get me curious. It, it was an old, old song about a deck of cards, and it, it, it did just what you did. It talks all about the four different suits and uh, everything else, and, it, and that song goes back for years. And when you started talking about it, it just popped in right. my brain. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. I'm writing it down now. <laughs> so I will check it out. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's just pretty miraculous, some of the stuff that you do. And, and again, it's not that you randomly fish out cards the way you do with the Oracle decks and the Tarot deck. This is all just, it's already set up. I mean, if I truly did it without software in the old-fashioned way, it'd be like casting a chart mm-hmm. for astrologers. So it's, just, it's easier having software. It just pops it out real quick. But I also have a little booklet, you know, um, that shows me each each year I have 52 cards spread out in a certain format. So I have a little book that has, okay, it goes up to age 90. But that's the way I look you up and see where you're sitting, what's going on this year. Yep. So it tells me a lot right there. And, again, there's a lot of psychic intuitive in this as well because you have to sit down. If you've got two people with the same birthday... You're still going to have, it could be different years. There was somebody in the group that I belonged to that was my birthday, but she was 33 years younger than me. So that's when you start looking at some of the differences. And she, if you looked at, um, she had spent my early childhood, I was the oldest of nine. My cards are the king of clubs over the nine of hearts. I was boss over the nine people, (laughs) the nine kids. For her, her mother was a nine of hearts, and she ruled her mother. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's just how it plays out in each person's life. So you do want to talk to, that's why you want to talk to your client and just kind of get a feel for them and what situation they're in. Mm -hmm. And then you can start to see things just start to appear. You know, certain situations that they need to. You know, and, and that's how it starts from the beginning, too. If people come in and they don't know what they want. And then you start noticing some things. Oh, you have some good money cards here. And, you know, it does look like you've got some steady work going on. Things like that. Mm-hmm. And it just opens them right up. Then they start understanding what it is they want to know. Everybody comes in for a reading for some reason. You just have to get them. That we just don't know sometimes. <laughs> right. As, have you ever had a, a difficult reading, meaning one that um, 
Well, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not quite even sure how to say this, but like where, you know, there was some something that wasn't good going to happen. Okay, I, I know what you're saying. Um, yes, but again, it's not. It's not like you see death coming or things like that. You can see something where you're not going to have, you, you know, watch your health. Like for me, for example, my spread this year, my birthday's in July, and I saw in a certain section of my year, I saw a, a bad health card. And I know what that means. So I knew that if I don't pay attention to my health this year and start doing something to deal with it, it's only going to get worse. So I can ignore it. Mm-hmm. and keep on going. Instead, I went and joined Weight Watchers, and I've lost 20 pounds so far. Oh, wow. So, so that's what I mean. You, you can see things. doesn't mean I can make them do that. I can say you're better off going and trying to work with this than trying to go do that. But, again, that's up to you to make that choice. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I do is I can suggest that you might prefer to do this rather than that. Or this suggests, you know, you might be moving sooner than later, so you might want to get ready for it. (laughs) That might be a good idea. (laughs) So things of that nature. You know, I can, the the health is a big one. Job's a big one. Um, Love, somebody coming into my life is, of course, always a big one. Um, but yeah, I mean, and again, you have to, you'll get a lot of people that want to know if they're going to meet somebody. Well, mm-hmm. yes, there's a lot of great opportunities here, but nobody's going to knock on the door. You've got to get out. So, true. you know, that's, that's what, that's the most challenging thing I think with any kind of, um, work you do with this is you have a lot of potential and that's what we can help explain and, and help you treat it more like an adventure and, and go out and embrace some of it because nothing's going to happen if you sit at home. This is true. So do you do your own cards? Yep. I just told you, I checked my own health you back do, in July. That's right. You did. I, you're right. Yeah, absolutely right. Okay. Uh, Okay, so the the deck of cards song I was talking about is uh, by Rex Ritter, uh, okay. which nineteen forty eight. But then the one I was the one I was really <laughs> the wonder you knew <laughs> the one I was really thinking about uh, was a parody called the Hillbillies deck of cards, and uh, that was a, a pretty pretty uh, cool uh, thing. I'm gonna have to post this up on my page. Oh, I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> yeah, he'll take a cut. I wonder if they ha- actually have the, the lyrics to them. But it was all about uh, basically what you were talking about. And the original uh, Tex Ritter one deals with uh, uh, troops in North Africa during the, the first the Second World War. And they, get, mm-hmm. they bring out a, a deck of cards and they, they talk about them and what they mean and everything. But, I've heard of a religious one. There's a religious yeah, one. That too. is a religious one. That's the Tex Ritter one. However, okay. there's there's a parody one uh, that's called the Hillbilly Deck of Cards. Okay. See if Sounds I... like it's much more your your speed. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, I had the, the 45 record, believe it or not. All right, here we go. I don't think I've the lyrics. 
The internet is kind of fun when you need it. <laughs> but uh, anyways. So. But people use the deck of cards. There's a lot of readers out there that use a deck of cards and, and do pull cards out. This isn't the only... That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a couple of I know a couple of different people that are excellent. You can pull out a couple of different cards, and it happens to me pretty often. If I'm doing, I do a lot of healing work as well. And um, if I'm doing some healing work, or if I'm doing a meditation, I'll get a visual of a card because that's my language. So if I get a visual of a card, it will give me an idea of you know what's coming up for me. You know, it's a way I can understand. So, so yeah, it's it's pretty funny the way um, we all have our own language and way of speaking with spirit. Yeah, I find sometimes I'll find a, a card when I go for a walk. When I take the dog for a walk, I found them. It's pretty funny. All of a sudden, I'll look down the ground and there's a card. Really? So that's your yeah. your sign from the other side, then? Yeah. Yeah. It, I understand what they mean. There's a lot of times if I do, um, I'm doing a meditation, I'll be lying there and all of a sudden just a visual of a card will go by. You know, my eyes are all shut, but, you know, and okay, I kind of understand what it's telling me. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. It is. We all have our little ways of speaking. And do you think that you get messages as well, like when you walk around and you find cards like that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. More and more, too, I find. as The more I get more deeply into this work, and healing work, too. I've been really heavily involved with a lot of healing work the past several years, so that's been really opening up a lot of this, too. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, no. There's a lot of a lot of times you'll say things, and I love when people will say to me, "That's really funny you said that." <laughs> this is true. Yeah, it's so, something they were just talking about or whatever. So we actually have to uh, uh, play a piece right now, and this is a regular part of the show. It is an audio piece done by uh, Jeff Belanger, and so. Uh, Roy, if we, can we play that now? Or is it, or Picture not, this. It's, it's nighttime. You're driving down Route 59 in Easton, Connecticut. It's a mostly rural stretch of road with forest lining both sides of the street. Okay, Jeff, I'm seeing it. I got it. As you approach the intersection with Route 136, you look over and see a lady in a white dress along the side of the road near Union Cemetery. She's almost translucent. You slow down to offer her help, and then she vanishes. Jeff Belanger. And I'm Ray Ozier, and I think I just saw a ghost. You may have. The White Lady of Easton, Connecticut is a story I first heard as a kid. You grew up near there, didn't you? I did. I grew up in Newtown, Connecticut, just two towns away. And as a boy, I remember hearing this story, even different versions of it. Different? Well, that's how legends work. One person tells it one way, another person tells it another. It's one of those stories where everyone seems to know someone who knows someone else who saw the White Lady of Easton. So who is she? Or I guess I should ask, who was she? The short answer is, we have no idea. But to tell her story, we need to travel back in time at least 2,000 years and head over to Europe. During Roman times, a woman's bridal veil would be made at least as tall as her entire body. 
Can you guess why, Ray? Um, no, I actually can't. There are a few reasons. First is practical. In the days of arranged marriages, a groom may not even get to see his bride, let alone meet her, until he was at the altar. Imagine that. If he didn't like what he saw when he lifted the veil, it's too late to run. So the veil was also there to ward off evil spirits. There's superstition behind it. But the final reason is truly final in all senses of the word. Eventually, her wedding veil would be used as her funeral shroud and would one day need to cover her entire body. That's interesting. I, I don't even know if my wife still has her veil. This tradition carried forward throughout the centuries as funeral rites evolved. It was customary for a body to be buried or sent off in the person's finest clothes, and often that meant the clothes they were married in. All right, married in, buried in, got it. So over time, fashions and tastes change, but roots run deep. Many wedding traditions come from supernatural superstitions. For example, brides carry a bouquet of flowers to ward off evil spirits. At one time, bridesmaids used to dress in identical outfits as the bride in order to confuse evil spirits. But there's also a practical side to this. As the bride and her family and friends march from her village to her groom's village, onlookers who might be interested in kidnapping the soon-to-be-wed and grab her dowry wouldn't know who to snatch. I've never given so much thought to weddings before. I guess I figured I just had to show up. That's typically what guys do and probably have for the last 2,000 years. White wedding dresses don't become in vogue until roughly 1840 during the marriage of Queen Victoria to Prince Albert. After that, everyone wanted to wear white. It was seen as pure and virginal. Plus, the tradition of a woman being buried in her wedding dress still continued during this time. And it gave us a great 80s song with Billy Idol. White wedding! Do we have to pay for that? <laughs> so all over Europe, there are tales of white ladies and gray lady ghosts. It's a woman whose spirit has risen from the grave for some unfinished business. She's been scorned, she's hurt, has some kind of warning for us. In Easton, Connecticut, we don't know who this woman was. In one version of the story, she was murdered by her husband on her wedding day, and her body was abandoned behind the church near the cemetery. Another says she's a mother who died during childbirth and wanders the area looking for her baby. She's been seen in and around Union Cemetery and also alongside the road on Route 59. Longtime ghost hunters Ed and Lorraine Warren have this video they captured that just blew me away. I remember seeing it about 20 years ago when Ed Warren showed it to me at his house. What it looked like. So picture this camera on a tripod right at the entrance to the cemetery. It's nighttime, and you barely see some headstones with the light. This white, misty shape takes form up into something that looks human. I would even grant you even feminine. And it starts moving deliberately around the headstones, coming toward the camera, and then this black stuff from below comes up, and it just gets sucked into the ground. Creepy. The whole thing is maybe six or seven seconds, but that's a long time. Wow. And then it's gone. Unless he got Spielberg to help him with that, I've never been able to explain it. Ed Warren also told me the story of an off-duty firefighter who was driving home in his pickup truck along that road. The story goes it was nighttime. The driver looks up, and suddenly he sees this woman in white standing in the middle of the road. He locks up the brakes, but it's too late. He hits her. He stops, jumps out of the truck, so distraught, but he finds no body, no blood, nothing. Just a curious dent on his fender. Now that sounds like the legend of the phantom hitchhiker. She does. And that's a story we'll cover more in depth another time because New England has those. Have you seen her in person? I haven't. But I'll tell you this. As a kid, I remember driving down that road with my family and you'd see the cemetery. And I would stare at it through the side window, then through the back window, until it was completely out of sight. Because just in case, what if she was there? My brother-in-law, who was a complete skeptic about all things ghostly, used to drive by Union Cemetery on his way to work each day. 
I remember him telling me he doesn't believe a word of the white lady's story, but it'd still look over there at night. I guess we all have our doubts, don't we? And it speaks to how powerful this story is. Even non-believers have to at least look. So what's the last word on this, Jeff? The White Lady of Easton connects us to our past, to another era, to traditions that may be almost forgotten if not for her ghost. And she does indeed have a message for us, that Route 59 can be dangerous, especially at night. You can find the New England Legends podcast wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and more. So go ahead and subscribe. It's free. And you can hear this and our other past episodes at OurNewEnglandLegends.com. Plus, you can see pictures related to these stories and find other information on our website. Check us out each week for another strange but true tale from somewhere in New England. Until next time, remember, the bizarre is closer than you think. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. What, what is it? Um, it sounded pretty neat in, in Connecticut. Yeah, it's it's one of them. That's Jeff Boanji. He does legend tripping, and he does these little bits about uh, local New England legends. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, like, you know, when it's the whole thing about the, the wedding dress and everything else, that, that stuff mm-hmm. we wouldn't even know about. Right, right. I think I know this guy. The name sounds so familiar. Jeff Belanger is, is uh, he's been in the paranormal for as long, longer than I have. And, uh, okay. Jack, so I, I, I probably met him at the um, Spirit Quest. Uh, maybe not. Nope. Nope. He, he's been around, but uh, he never, he's never been the Spirit Quest, so. No, I I've, I've, I've known him forever. He's kind of like my mentor, I, I believe. Uh, oh, so, good. Anyway, so okay. he, he does these pieces, and, and that's one of them. I, it, it's it's intriguing. I love this stuff. And, I know uh, you I do. Know, I know it's a little off topic, but it is ghost hunting. No, but it's your topic. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the way I feel about my cards, mm-hmm. the way you feel about going and hanging out in the lighthouse all night. Mm-hmm. I can step in, and I get somebody's cards, and something goes off, and I'm running. Have you, you know, ever I mean, done, I, yeah. Have you ever done cards for, like, paranormal? Like, could you do them for... It's so funny that you say that, because while I was listening to this, to Jeff, I was thinking, you know, it might be interesting to know what some of these people's birthdays are. Maybe that's why they're trapped here, or, you know, like, you know, I had had my mother-in-law trapped. Um, Really? Yeah, she stayed with us, you know, and she passed in my house. Um, And... It was a couple of years later. I don't want to get too far into the story here, but, right. you know, she was here. Her spirit was here, so mm-hmm. I had to work on, you know, having letting her go and things. And I know her card, so, yeah, it makes total sense. She's a stubborn woman. Yeah. You know, very, this is what I know. This is what I'm going to do. So she just kind of hid out, and I didn't even realize it mm-hmm. until I moved things around. Shook things up a little bit, and then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, I could feel something different. <laughs> so, so, yeah, very, yeah, I would love to check that out sometime. And it'd be interesting to do, yeah, I have to get you an, an investigation that we can actually. I was going to say, yeah, get when you get one to, um, you're going to do, 
Give me some birthdays. I don't even care if it's a year. You know, at least it will, if I have the month and day, I can kind of get a gist of who they are. If I have the year and we know when they died, that could be really interesting, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You can, I yeah, mean, we'll it's easy. Yeah, we'll absolutely. That, that sounds so intriguing. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's something we will do. Now, before we were talking about you finding cards and... Do you think that that's like a, uh, and I, we touched on it a little bit, like a sign, but do you think those cards are given to you for a particular reason, or is it just to reaffirm that you're on the right path, or, or why do you think you, you get the, find these cards here and there? Look, I use them because I help other people. You know, I teach the class so people can learn how to use the system themselves. I teach other things, too. I, I do a lot of healing. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking well. about when, you, when you're walking and you find a, a card. And you, you to me, that's right. To me, whatever the card is, like I found an ace of spades one time. Mm -hmm. Now, ace of spades is a very personal card to me. Mm -hmm. It's my first karma card. So, But it's a card of transformation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a card that there's a change coming. You know, so you're very spiritual so you, card. Do you believe that card was giving you a message in in regards to something that was coming up? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, believe you, it or not, that's the uh, doorbell, which means pizza from the dead is here, and we've got to wrap up the show. So, <laughs> unfortunate. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so. Renee, once again, will you give out your uh, contact information for our listeners? Sure. My website is www.learndestinycards.com, and my email is walsh.renee, W-A-L-S-H dot Renee, R-E-N-E-E, -E, at gmail.com. And they can find you at Circles of Wisdom in Andover, too. Yep, and on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, so Ron, it's been a lot. This has been a lot of fun. I'm glad you stopped by the store today. It's so I've enjoyed gabbing with normally, you. You normally teach a class tonight, and it just yep. it, It's funny how. Uh, and there you, you know, were, right when I canceled it. You were mm -hmm. just right there. Of course, I was. <laughs> I smell candy. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's good. It's good to talk to you. You take care of yourself now. Oh yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me, Renee. Thank you. You have a good one, and John, you too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, if you want to find out what's coming up uh, for the New England Ghost Project and myself, uh, you can check out my website, nyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Uh, we also conduct monthly, and we've been doing this for almost three years now, monthly, Red Light Sances, we hold it on the first Tuesday of the month, and we keep getting astonishing results on it, and uh, it, it is always twists and turns, which I absolutely love, and uh, so you can, uh, if, if you want to go to those, you have to register at Circles of Wisdom, that's uh, circlesofthewisdom.com, circles or call at 978-474-8010, 978-474-8010. Four seven four eighty ten. So that's it. So Renee, thank you so much, and listeners, thank you so much for listening. 
uh, and happy All Saints Day to you, and see you next week. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.